And good evening, anybody who's out there listening. This is Sports Takes with Jake. Yes, the podcast edition with my usual co-host, Mr. Christian Smith, who we're just at the farmer's market earlier. How you doing tonight, buddy? Good. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you for having me on. Always a pleasure. Yes, anytime we're going to get right into it here. We're just going to do NFL today since I think that's a lot more important than college at this point. Um, if you want to just chime in quickly, who thinks going to win a national championship? We can You can do that as well. Christian? What's that? Who do you think is going to win the national championship quickly for college and go in the NFL here? Oh, okay. Um, I- I'm thinking it's going to be Alabama this year. They're very dominant. Um, they haven't really showed any signs of being slowed down. And uh, Nick Saban always seems to find a way, you know? Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think Alabama wins it all. they got a really good offense. And uh, Nick Saban, I think, is going to lead them to a victory. So we will get into it here. Um, Miami at Buffalo. And if Miami wins, they are in. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a very good game. Uh, Buffalo obviously still has a ton to play for. They're playing for that second seed. They win, they get that second seed. And I think they get the win here in this one. Um, it's going to be a good game, though. I think it's going to be 24-21. Give me Buffalo. Yeah, I agree, partner. I think uh, I think Miami's a team that's going to be left out this year among these five, ten and 10-5 teams in the AFC for four spots. Um, I think Miami's the ones to be left out. Buffalo really impressed me on Monday night. Um, give me Buffalo here. Um, I'm going to say a score of, yeah, I'll say 24, 20. I think Buffalo pulls it out and they will get that number two seed Baltimore at Cincinnati game. Baltimore wins. They're in. Yeah. Baltimore has been hot. They really only lost those few games there because of COVID-19 issues. It's good to see them back and, uh, they, they keep the train rolling with the win at Cincinnati. Um, I think it's going to be closer than people think because, you know, Cincinnati's been playing better, and I think they won their last two. And so I think they give them a game, but I think Baltimore ultimately wins this game in the end. So give me Baltimore 27-20. Yeah, I agree. Cincinnati's been playing better. Um, You know, they've won two straight, including uh, that road win against Houston, their first road win in two years, partner. Um, Really? Yes, but uh, give me Baltimore in this one as well. They've been playing a lot better since their whole COVID shenanigans. Um, give me Baltimore, eh, we'll say 27-20 over the Cincinnati Bengals. That big 1 o'clock matchup, Pittsburgh travels to Cleveland, and Cleveland, if they win, they get that elusive playoff berth for the first time in forever. Yeah, I'm looking at it here on CBS Sports, and for whatever for whatever reason, they have Cleveland minus ten, and I'm not sure why. What? Oh yeah, well, the Pittsburgh just announced that uh, Mason Rudolph will be starting as Ben Roethlisberger will be getting rest. Oh no wonder. Why do they? I guess they figure there's no difference between three and two. They're I guess they're conceding that number. I mean, you don't get a buy as a two seed, so I guess there's really not a whole lot of difference. I guess for them. Yeah, and considering how strong the AFC is. Well, if that's the case, then give me Cleveland. Um, Cleveland gets to win, and they're in, correct? Yes, winning in. 
Yeah, I'm going to say they snapped their 12-year streak, I want to say. or Yeah, it's been a long year. time. Yeah, I, now don't quote me on that, It's a, but it's definitely more than 10 years. They have the current longest streak in the NFL. Um, it'd be kind of funny if they end up missing, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> Considering they were, what, 10-4? and four? And, you know, nine and three at one to, point. Part the last one I remember to be six games over 500 and miss are Jacob Arts' Philadelphia Eagles. They yes. were nine and three a couple of years back. Yeah, they ended up finishing 10 and six and they were out. Yes. And uh, so, you know what? Give me Cleveland and they and, and they get in the playoffs. They're, they're still, they're no longer my favorite to win the AFC. So, you know, whatever I said back then, just disregard completely. And, uh, but give me Cleveland in this one to get them in the playoffs. Final score. 24-10. I don't think the Steelers do a whole lot on offense with Mason Rudolph under center. Yeah, I picked Cleveland with with uh, the assumption that Ben Roethlisberger was playing on yesterday's podcast, but uh, especially without uh, Roethlisberger playing, uh, give me Cleveland in this one. Um, no, I don't think Miles Garrett will be taking off his helmet and smashing Mason Rudolph's face in, but uh, give me Cleveland 24-17. Uh, Give me Cleveland. They will make the playoffs for the first time in, yeah, at least a decade. Minnesota travels to Detroit. And I thought Minnesota was going to make a playoff push, but they have uh, collapsed here in the last month. Well, I'm going to go with Minnesota in this game. Um, is it simply, is Chase Daniel starting at quarterback for Detroit again? Uh, I don't know. I, I would assume Matt Stafford will play because it seems like he always plays through injuries, but I have no idea. Yeah, well, you know, let me see here if I could find out. Um, yeah, of course, nobody says anything. I guess because it's the Lions and nobody cares. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, give me Minnesota in a meaningless meaningless game completely. The team that loses, you know, just gets a better draft pick, but give me Minnesota 20, 22-17. Yes, an interesting note about this one. Uh, Dalvin Cook will not be playing because his father, unfortunately, just passed away at the age of 46. So prayers up for him. But uh, give me Minnesota in this one. I don't think Detroit really has anything to play for. Well, Minnesota doesn't either. But uh, pretty much of a prod at this point. Give me Minnesota. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll say a low-scoring affair here. We like those low-scoring affairs. I'm going to say 17-14. Um, also, did you see the comment that Mike Zimmer made about his defense on Friday on Christmas? Did you see that comment he made? Yeah, it's the worst I've ever seen. Worst one I've ever had. So it's pretty funny. The New yep. York Jets traveled to New England in a surprisingly interesting affair. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the Jets because they're playing well. And I, I think I really do admire these teams that have one or two wins to keep on fighting like the Jets. You know, it seems like Jacksonville gave up, although no, they, Doug Rohn is insisting that they're playing to win. Okay, don't get, don't even lie to us like that, okay? We're not stupid, Doug, okay? And you're going to be fired on Black Monday. Yes. But anyways, the, and, and so will you, Adam Gase, okay? I, I put all kind of money on it. I'd I, I put anything on it. How about you, Jacob? I think yes, they're both I agree, gone. yes. They're, they're both gone. gone. <laughs> uh, so... In this game, yeah, give me the Jets are playing well, and and they and the and they win this game. Final score, twenty four, seventeen. Yeah, I agree. This is like I guess my upset pick for the week. Um, give me New York Jets over the hopeless New England Patriots without a quarterback. Um, 
I'm going to say New York Jets 23, New England 20. You know what? The question is here, what in the world kind of direction is New England taking? Uh, yeah, that, that's a question everybody was everybody's asking right now because, you know, Cam Newton looks awful. I mean, I know the offense wasn't that good, you know, last year, you know, because they don't really have anybody there. But, I mean, wow, Cam Newton, he you could tell he gained about 10 years in the last you know, couple off seasons here. I mean, he looks Five terrible. And interceptions, 2,415 yards. Yeah, that's awful. That is yeah. awful. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're going to have to. I mean, obviously they don't have any confidence in Jared Stidham. I don't know why, but like they don't ever play him. So obviously they don't really trust him. And I mean, they're going to have to draft somebody, I guess. I mean, I don't know who else. I mean, let's say find like an Andy Dalton and maybe pick him up or maybe Carson Wentz. I was just going to say that Carson Wentz. Yep. But uh, unless he restructures his deal, which I think he would if he was going to go to New England. But I don't know. That'll be interesting to see. I don't think they're – I think with – Belichick, they're definitely gonna just pick somebody up. They're not gonna draft. They're not. He's not gonna do a long term, you know, rebuild. You know, because I don't think he has too many years left. So I don't think he's gonna interested in doing a full There's rebuild. Really no talk about him retiring anytime soon, Jacob. Well, I'm just saying I don't think he wants to do a full rebuild. I think he wants to, you know, try to just retool and reload type of deal. So I don't think he's gonna strip everything down and try to rebuild. I don't think he wants to do that. I would I wouldn't be surprised they pick up Wentz. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, considering there's not many options out there for them. I mean, I just don't think I mean, their defense is good. Well, I mean, I guess they didn't show that on Monday night, but I mean, I thought their defense for the most part's been good. It's just their offense has just been terrible. For um, sure, yeah. I I don't know what what do you think about that? Do you think I think they just try to retool? I don't I just don't think Belichick's interested in a rebuild, especially you know for how successful he is. Well, I don't really think they're close to winning, to be honest. Edelman apparently will be playing his final game in New England. Uh, is he retiring or is he just going to be going elsewhere? Who Stephon Gilmore? Did you say? El Edelman. Oh, I don't. Oh, I thought he was already. Oh, I guess he was. Oh, he was hurt. Yeah. Um. I don't know how old. I don't even know how old he is. I think he's pretty old at this point. Um, I would I mean, think he comes back for at least another year. But I'm not really sure. Here, if there's any kind of news about him. So he said something about, I guess you're right, though, because he hasn't been playing. I don't um, think he comes back next year. Julian Edelman. Let me see. If Julian Edelman's Patriots career is over, it will go down as one of the best. They said he is, and then apparently from sports casting, whoever they are, Julian Edelman has caught his final pass for the Patriots. Well, I'm not going to trust that kind of source. No. Never even heard of those nitwits before. Any credible sources. Yeah. Well, oh well. I think he comes back for another season. Well, yeah, I just don't think they're as close to win, winning. I mean, I you know, they, they've got a decent defense, but, you know, they, they've struggled for the most part this year. And, uh... I, I I know you're probably going to shut me down for saying this, Jacob, but I, I think it might be time to move on from Belichick and go in a young direction. Really? Yeah, I think I think they should. I I think it will be a mutual breakup. A mutual parting of ways. They need that young offensive mind. Yes, they do. Um, no, I agree though. I mean, at some point you're probably going to have to move on from it him. It won't happen this off season. I'll tell you that, folks. I think Belichick's no. back next year, and they're going to see if they can pick up some free agents and maybe 
maybe com- try to compete next year. But if it doesn't work, I, I think it, it might be time to, to part ways there. Yeah, and you think about it too, like, you know, I know the whole Patriot way worked, you know, when Tom Brady was there for all those years because obviously they were winning Super Bowls and making Super Bowls or making deep playoff runs. But, I mean, do you really think these, especially young players, want to go up there and just get bullied by Bill Belichick all the time? Like, I don't think so. <laughs> doesn't seem like a very attractive destination. No, yeah, see, these players, they they want to play for a younger coach because they can relate better to the younger coaches, yes. especially in today's day and age. It's, it's a whole different world now today in all sports, not just the NFL. Yeah. And, you know, I think they've got to get a young guy in there. I don't even think it's Josh McDaniels, to be honest, because no. he hasn't shown us anything this year. Yeah, remember when we went out to Denver? He sucked as a head coach. You know, and I really don't blame Tom Brady for walking. I mean, I think we're all kind of on that ship that, you know, wants Tom Brady to retire already. Yeah. But to be honest with you, he, he wanted to keep playing, and he, we got to respect that. And the Patriots, obviously, you know, will not – I think Kraft wanted him around. Belichick didn't want him around for some reason. And that's proven to be a mistake because he's in the playoffs with Tampa Bay, and I think they can make a Super Bowl run. Oh, yeah, for sure. And we'll get to that a little later. But uh, here's another question about New England, just quickly before we move on. Do you think it was a mistake? Remember a couple years back when they traded Garoppolo and they pretty much got nothing back for him? I thought at the time like, that could be a mistake. Now, I understand they won another, I think at least Super Bowl or two with Brady, but do you think long-term that was a mistake? Because you could have had Garoppolo for another 10 years. He could have been, you know, at least a decent team. Well, Jacob, let's not forget here, okay? Jimmy Garoppolo's not the savior. I know, but he's better than... He wouldn't have been the savior in New England. He Okay, yes, the 49ers made the Super Bowl last year, but that is large in part due to their extremely strong defense. That is true. He, his numbers were not great last year. He'll never compare to someone like Tom Brady. No, I'm not Bill saying Belichick that. If really wanted to keep him around, he would have made it happen. Yeah. I don't so, know. And I'd... let's not forget, Jimmy Garoppolo was already 27 at the time, I believe. That is when, true. Or maybe even 28 when the Patriots traded him. So, and now at the time, Brady, I believe, played two more years with the Patriots. At least, yeah. And Garoppolo's close to 30. He's just wasting years being a backup. Yeah, that's true. And, I don't think, and obviously Garoppolo doesn't think doesn't want that, and I don't think the organization wanted that either. No. So. Oh, just an interesting thing to think about, you know? I mean, I'm not, I know he's not anything close to Tom Brady, but he's better. he's way better than what they have now. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, yeah, I, it's a good point. Um, I don't know why the Patriots ever bothered signing Cam Newton. You know, here's a guy that did nothing in New England. Yeah, all, all I remember is him uh, jumping away from the ball in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, well, we all remember that. Um, but I don't know. I mean, apparently they're saying he's a very good leader up there, and they're saying he might stick around next year. But, I mean, the numbers don't lie. I mean, five touchdowns, ten interceptions. I mean, my goodness. That's almost as bad as Christian Hackenberg. Yeah, he's pursuing a baseball career somewhere. Yeah, well, you know, whatever that's all about there. And... Oh, well. Anyway, now to a game that involved a very intriguing game for your New York football G-men as they host the Dallas Cowboys. And 
Whoever wins this game could be your NFC's champion if Washington loses to my beloved Eagles. Yeah, I mean, you know, the last three games don't lie with these Cowboys. They are playing good football. Yes. They are playing very good football. But you can't you can't think they're going to be a strong favorite, okay? You can't say that it's, they're going to just blow over the Giants because let me tell you that's not the case. Their last three games, Cincinnati, San Francisco, and Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Okay, a combined, how many wins there? Cincinnati's got four. Cincinnati's three, Philadelphia four, San Francisco six, or no, five. So yeah, that's all losing teams, and that's like 10 games under 500 at least. Okay, it's nothing impressive those last three games. Dallas is not a good football team, and neither are the Giants. Okay, plain and simple. But, in this game, I think we're going to see a healthy Daniel Jones from the Giants. And this is going to be the best defense that Dallas has gone up against in weeks. Because let's not forget, the Giants' defense is a very good unit this year. It is. And yeah, they allowed 27 to Baltimore. Fine. Say we won. The Ravens are freaking good. They are. They are a good, they are a good team. Led by Lamar Jackson. That, that is an explosive offense. So they, they, they were averaging 30 points a game. And it was in Baltimore. I wasn't surprised by that result. Were you, Jacob? No, I I mean, Baltimore is riding a very good offense right now. They're running the ball very well. Obviously, a very good defensive team. I, I, would, I was actually going to be shocked if New York Giants pulled off that win, especially playing it in Baltimore there. It's a tough, tough ask. You know, and, and, and with this Giants team, okay, I, I can't stop thinking about that performance in Seattle. I know, you know 17-12. Yeah, that was just just a huge win, and and there were only a few other teams that beat Seattle this year. Not many, yeah. Arguably the biggest upset of the year. You know, you could say Washington beating Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh is not as good now. And Seattle, you know that that was that they're only lost in like you know however however many games. You know, it was so strange that they lost that game. But the Giants are not as bad as people think. They're young, they're hungry, and they've got a very good defense. If Daniel if Daniel Jones plays well in this game, which the idea is that he will. The defense will stop Andy Dalton. This is Andy Dalton, not not Dak Prescott. And this is a much tougher Giants defense. I think the Giants defense get to Andy Dalton. I think the Giants secondary are up to the are up to the challenge, led by Logan Ryan, Blackberry, Blake Martinez, a, a linebacker. You know we praise this guy every week. Yes, very good player. And an interesting stat I heard while I was watching the first part of the Dallas Philadelphia game last week, Dallas is currently ranked last in the league in rush defense. Yes, 32nd in the so, league. Yes, this is a chance for my man, Wayne Gallman, out of Clemson, to put on a huge performance on the ground. Yes. So, I think the New York football giants get the win here. I Call me crazy, you know, but I think they get the win. I think emotions are high. They haven't been in the playoffs since 2016, and these guys are ready, and they're motivated, and they want to be in the playoffs. Give me... My New York football Giants, 21, no, let's say 20. They're going to score 20, 20 to 17. Wow. I think, am I talking to Joe Judge here? Uh, wait, do I have to change the, wow, it sounded like a pregame locker room motivational speech there. Um, might have to get you on as the uh, assistant linebacker coach at Brent Bielma uh, gave Carter, up. I was a defensive end in, in high school. Yes. I don't know what thing about. We all know, yes, a very 
good one at that as well. They should just appoint me some kind of assistant to the water boy or something. And that, that I'll be satisfied with that. It'd be a dream come true. <laughs> yes, for sure. And an NFL position. Yes. Um, I, How about you? who are you taking to this, in this huge, pivotal Week 17 matchup between these two NFC East rivals. Um, I'm going to disagree with you, partner. I think Dallas played very well. I, I understand you. they're not great opponents, but uh, you know they're riding a three-game win streak here. Andy Dalton's been playing well. You know, Ezekiel Elliott started running the ball a little better. I mean, I know that rush defense has been porous. Um, and unfortunately, Doug Pearson never runs the ball, and still hasn't run the ball against the worst rush defense in the NFL. Most, you know, big reason why they lost on Sunday. Um, but give me Dallas in this one on the road. A three and nine team will now be a seven and nine team. And they will win 24, 21 over the New York football giants. And the next one, Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Well, here's a question for you. Yes, sir. Bruce Arians. Why are you not benching Tom Brady in this game? Yeah, I don't think they have anything to, to gain here. I think they're going to be the five seed regardless. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me see here. Uh, partner, if the Rams win and the Buccaneers lose, the Rams pass them in their number five. So they're playing for the number five seed. I thought the Rams only had. Oh yeah, I guess they do it. They are nine and six. So yeah, I guess. Sorry about that, folks. Because I, you know, I, I was wondering all week why Tom Brady's playing. But hey, I'm not complaining because I'm going to be Jacob in fantasy once again. Well, we'll see about that. He is my starting quarterback. But yeah, this is this is huge. Atlanta has come close so many times this year. I think they played very well under Raheem Morris. You know what? This is going to be my upset of the week. Okay. Give me Atlanta, Jacob. Give me Atlanta. Wow. Yes. And that will potentially drop the Bucks to number six. And they will not get to play the NFC champion in the wild card round because that's what they want, you know? I think any team would love to play the NFC champion. Oh, yes. I mean, why wouldn't you want to play a three-win team? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I mean, seven and nine, but still, it, it's a joke. But yes. I, I want to take Atlanta in this game. I think these teams met two weeks ago, correct? Yeah, and I picked Atlanta, and they failed to win. They were up by a ton of points, and they choked. Well, Atlanta finishes strong. They're better than the record says they are, and this win carries their momentum into next year with Raheem Morris, my guy Raheem Morris. I love this guy. He will be their head coach next year full-time, and oh, I, I guess I should give a score in this game. 28-27. Somewhat mm. of a shootout there. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm gonna take Tampa Bay, but for the same reasons you're you're uh, you're giving. Um, I think that five seed is a very big uh, goal for them because I mean, why wouldn't you want to play the Washington Football Team, Dallas Cowboys, or New York Football Giants at this point? Um, especially with the goat as quarterback, he was terrible. Bruce Arians said in Week One. Yes, terrible. Um, it's terrible. But give me Tampa Bay at home. I'm not picking the Falcons again because every time I pick them, they choke. 
just like every other year in the Super Bowl, whatever. They always seem to find a way to lose. So give me Tampa Bay 27-24 over the Atlanta Falcons. Now there's another big game here. Green Bay going for that number one seed in the bye at Lambeau Field. When they travel to Chicago, who is playing for their playoff lives, they win their in. Yeah. Um, Green Bay, a lot to play for. Chicago, not that good. Green Bay goes into Chicago, and they win handily. 38-10. Wow. Um, Yeah, I was kind of shocked yesterday when... uh, Josh picked Chicago to win this. Um, I don't see that happening. I think Green Bay has a lot to play for. They want that one seed. They want people to come to the frozen tundra. And I think Green Bay wins this one. I think a little lower scoring, but I think Aaron Rodgers is too good for the Chicago Bears. I'm going to say 27-17. And Chicago's playoff hopes will be dashed. Now, let me ask you a question here, if you know. Yes. If Arizona loses as well, who gets in? Chicago or Arizona? Two eight and eight teams. Yes. Now, I have it pulled up here. Let me see here. So, if, if Chicago... Yeah, I think Chicago still gets in. If they both lose... Yeah, because they, they as of right now they're the the last pick they're the last team in. So if they both lose, then it would just um, the Bears would stay in and the Cardinals would be out. That's looking like it's going to be the likely scenario, partner. I think. Yes, because I don't see the. Now let me just make sure I'm looking it up here. Yes, the Bears are the seventh seed. Cardinals are the eight seed, so if they both lose, then the Bears would be the final team in. So yeah, I, I think the Bears will be in regardless. Because I don't we'll get to Arizona a little later here, but I don't see Arizona winning. The Raiders travel to the maskless Denver Broncos. All right, yeah, great, great description there of them. Um, They're both maskless, actually. This could be a COVID-19 super spreader here. Yeah, Druden doesn't like to wear one, and Fondra doesn't wear them, you know, so. I think the Raiders are just a mess right now. I mean, they're just lose, They're just finding way, a way to lose every single week, and uh, it continues in Week 17. They finish with the losing record, and John Gruden will enter next season on the hot seat. Mm. Denver, Denver wins this game 23-20. Yeah, I agree. Kind of an upset pick. I got Denver as well. Vegas has been struggling, and like you said, they've been losing games in the worst ways, including the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins the last two weeks. Um, Yeah, give me Denver. I'm going to say 24-21. Also, it says here, tickets as low as $433. Who the hell would pay that to see these two teams? Not me. Nope. Not me either, bud. So now Jacksonville, hashtag tank for Trevor, travels to Indianapolis in a game Indy must have to get in. Yeah, Indianapolis wins this game handily. Um, We love Frank Reich. I really hope Frank Reich gets in somehow. Um, I think he does because I think Miami will lose and they'll be the first team out. 
is Cleveland will be in, Baltimore will be in, and the third team will be the Indianapolis Colts. We love Frank Reich, partner. Come on, show me the enthusiasm for him. Yes, we love Frank Reich. Yeah, there's just something I love about the guy. I couldn't tell you what, but he's a good coach. Um, give me Indianapolis in this game, 28-3. Yeah, same. I uh, I think Indianapolis wins handily. I was waiting for the uh, old 70-0 to prediction, but uh, we'll say 31-7. Indianapolis <laughs> takes care of Jacksonville. You know, I think what's so um, remarkable about that prediction was how casual I made the statement. Yes, it was very but, casual. Give me Alabama, seventy to nothing. <laughs> yeah, that was I wasn't expecting that one either. That's why it was so funny. <laughs> hey, they might they might put up seventy against Notre Dame on Friday. Oh, I would love it. I would love it. Yes, um, maybe we'll get to Roll that. Tide, baby. Maybe we'll get to that a little later after dinner predictions here. The Los Angeles Chargers travel to Arrowhead, and the Chad Henney led Kansas City Chiefs. Give me the Chargers in this game. Chad Henney is just garbage, and he was never that good ever. Um, so um, the Chargers win this game. Justin Herbert puts up a strong performance in his final game in what has been truly an amazing rookie season for him, for, yes. the, for the kid out of Oregon. Um, give me the Chargers in this game uh, 24-7. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, Los Angeles wins this game. Uh, I think a little closer. I think it's going to be 24-20. Now, are these teams benching other players, too, or just the quarterback? I would think other players, too. Because, I mean, Kansas City has everything locked up already, so there's no point in really playing your starters at all. Yeah, let them rest. I mean, the last thing you need is Mahomes going down in a meaningless Week 17 game. Yes. And Henry has a history of resting people Week 17 since he has, he's, had, he's been here before with Locking yeah, up he, the one he has a history of that in choking. Yeah, he did win a Super Bowl last year, though. Yeah, one Super Bowl in 50 years. Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> Arizona travels to SoFi Sam in the Los Angeles Rams and a game that whoever wins is in. Well, as I sort of hinted earlier, I think that the Rams will win this game. In a um, battle of backup quarterbacks, by the way. I think they're on a three-game losing streak, if I'm not mistaken. The Rams. Let me see here. No, sorry, folks. Two games. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks and the New York Jets somehow, some way. Um, but they they will win this game at home. Arizona uh, appears to be just done. They, they lost that game last week to San Francisco, and their offense was nowhere to be found. And I think it's a similar result here in Los Angeles. Give me the Rams, a somewhat low-scoring affair, 14 sticks. Yeah, I mean, uh, with, uh, yeah, battle of backup quarterbacks here, most likely. Kyle Murray might play. Jared Goff is definitely out. He broke his thumb. But uh, I think the run game for Los Angeles holds Arizona in, in check, and I think that defense for Los Angeles, including uh, – Aaron Donald um, will definitely stifle Arizona. Give me Los Angeles. They'll make the playoffs 17-14 over the Arizona Cardinals. Seattle travels to the Arizona 49ers. Yeah, thanks for that, Nancy. Um, But in this game, I'm going to take the Seattle Seahawks. Final score, 23-13. 
Yeah, I agree. I think Seattle comes out of this one and wins this easily. Um, yeah, I will say 24-10 because Seattle, they could still get that one seed. If, uh, if, 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 the, if the Saints and the Packers lose, correct? Yes, they need some help, but they could still get that one seed. Now, here's an interesting thing that kind of made me stop in my tracks here. We'll get back to the predictions later, but I just got an update on my phone here. Philip Rivers could retire if the Colts don't make the playoffs. That's wow. That is interesting. Hmm. I mean, I don't. if they lose to Jackson, he might as well retire. He is 37, I believe, probably going on 38, because Eli Manning would have been 30. Or no, he might be even older than that, because yeah. Eli Manning's 39 right now. They were both drafted the same year. So he's yeah. probably at least 38. Let me see here what his exact age is here. Philip Rivers' age. You know, it has to it has to be somewhere 38. Oh, he's 39. That makes sense. He's pretty up there. Yeah. He just celebrated his 39th on the Immaculate Conception. Oh, beautiful. He also has like nine kids, so. <laughs> Chastity talker for the Catholic Church. Yes. So I, I, I mean, if he, I mean, I don't think I think they're going to make the playoffs. So I think he will be fine. Well, it's no guarantee. Yeah, it's true. You know, but I, I still think it's be Miami that ends up being out, and you know, just think the game's in Buffalo. So. Yes. Fanless Buffalo. Yes. New Orleans travels to Carolina, and you know, New Orleans still has a chance to get that one seed. Yeah, and I think they win this game in Carolina. I think it's going to be closer than people think because the Panthers are not that bad, and they seem to be on the right track in this in the early stages of this rebuild under Matt Rule from Baylor. Um, so, but I'm going to take New Orleans in this game. Give me New Orleans, thirty-one, twenty-four. Yeah, I agree. I think closer than the experts think, but New Orleans wins. We'll say 28-20 over the Matt Rule-led Carolina Panthers. Tennessee travels to Houston. If they win, they clinch the AFC South in the three seed. Or the four seed. seed. They will do just that. They win this game, um, let's say, 31-17. Yeah, I agree. I know J.J. Watt tried to make a... A passionate speech on Sunday, how you know they all still care and this and that, but I'm sorry, they're not that good. Give me Tennessee, Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, 31. Yeah, I'll say 31-20. Now, some interesting reports that were coming out. You know, I read a few news stories on this, but it said that Romeo Cornell can potentially be the Texans' interim head coach through the 2021 season. Well, that wouldn't shock me. And the Houston's ran it as a terribly run organization. So, yeah, the ownership doesn't seem doesn't seem to care in the least there. No. But uh, the reason for that is because they want to take some time to get to have an in like they want to have a normal in person interview with coaches. You know, well, that's a good point. I mean, I don't know why they can't do it and be very you know spaced out, but in distance, but you know. Whatever, you know, that's just what they want to do. Yeah, um, beyond me. I, I don't think Romeo Cornell would be the best coach for next year. They're pretty much conceding all next year when you think about it by bringing him back. I mean, he's a great defensive coordinator, but head coach? 
Yeah, especially if they got to get a young, they got to get a young offensive mind in their partner. Yeah, especially with Deshaun Watson there. I I don't that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, they need a young offensive mind down there. You know. Yeah, I I don't really that doesn't really make a whole. I mean, so you're pretty much saying you're not going to get a good coach in because everybody else is going to snatch up whoever is a good coach this offseason. They're just going to do the virtual meetings like everybody else is doing, including you and me on the, you know, Zoom universities here. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Washington travels to Philadelphia, the Lincoln Financial Field in primetime Sunday night football on NBC. Yes, Man, very Washington, uh, we love Carrie Underwood. Same birthday as me, by the way. We love you, Carrie. Yeah, Washington wins. They're in. And Philadelphia has a chance to play spoiler. Well, you know, I, I want to bring up an interesting point here that Rex Ryan made. He said, when they, when they asked him his prediction, he said, well, it's going to be Washington because Philadelphia will give it will give the game to them. That is interesting. And let them win, especially if Dallas wins the first game. Or maybe they do it for the Giants, too, because let's be honest here. It's kind of the Giants, Cowboys, and Eagles that are like the main rivals. It's Washington's, Washington's kind of like the odd man looking out. Yeah, the third wheel or the fourth wheel is what they have to call it. Yeah, I mean, you know, because the Giants and Dallas, Giants and Eagles, Dallas and Philly, um, you know, they're all they're all great storied rival matchups, you know. So maybe they'll do the same thing for Washington, but or for New York if New York is a team that's lucky enough to pull it off. But I don't know. Philadelphia is kind of a mess. So is Washington. But I think Alex Smith, that's a great story. I think they, they get the win here, you know. And, yeah, I picked the Giants earlier. But, you know, I think Washington gets the win in Philadelphia on Sunday night football on NBC. And they beat Philadelphia 28-17. Washington in with seven wins as your NFC East champion. Alan, Chris, all the best on TV. Uh, yeah, I pick. Uh, I'm actually picking Philadelphia in this one, not because I'm an Eagles fan, but I do think they're gonna pull spoiler here. I just, I think. I mean, I know our defense is absolutely garbage, but um, I just for some reason think we're gonna win, win this game. And uh, I think final score, I'll say 28-24. We beat Washington and. Put Dallas or New York. I'm going to say Dallas in the playoffs, but it could be New York too. Um, yeah, that, that's about it. So I guess we'll have uh, this is going to be really interesting next week. You know, some of these playoff games. I'm really, really excited to preview some of those and make our predictions. There are going to be some very good games in Wild Card Weekend. Um, yes. Now I wanted to ask you quick here. Yes. You know, before before we wrap it up, you know, let's make a quick prediction for Black Monday. Who goes on Black Monday? I'll let you go first. Oof. Well, let me pull up the teams here. Um, well, I think definitely think Adam Gase is gone. I think that's a certainty. Um, we just go through Buffalo. Obviously, going to keep Miami. Keep New England. Obviously, Belichick's going to stick around. Baltimore. You know, Harbaugh is going to be there. Cincinnati. Zach Taylor. They just hired him last year. He'll be around again. You know, Joe like, Joe Burrow next Joe year. Joe Burrow had a good combo there. Um, Cleveland, obviously Stefanski is going to be around, uh, Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. 
Um, Houston should get rid of, or not get rid of, but put Cremel back in the DC position and hire a coach. But uh, I mean, who knows? According to your reporting, what's going to happen there? Uh, Frank Reich will definitely be an indie. Doug Marone, get him the hell out of there. Jacksonville, 14 straight losses. Tennessee, Mike uh, Mike Vrabel, he's going to be there. Vic Fangio is an interesting one. Does he stay or does he go? Now I think he goes. Mm, I kind of agree on that one. He's an older guy, not really resonating with the team. Yeah, I think he's gone. Andy Reid stays. John Gruden, not this year, but mm, could be on the hot seat maybe next year. Um. Anthony Lynn in Los Angeles. What do we think there? No, I think he'll be back. It appears him and Justin Herbert have something going on there. So, And it's going to be a nice quarterback-coach duo for a long time. Yeah, I agree. And- I think he has the respect of that locker room. I think Lynn stays around in Los Angeles. What about, um? I mean, now Dallas could make the playoffs with McCarthy, but I don't know. He didn't seem like he's that great of a coach this year. Yeah, I mean, and even with Dak Prescott as their starting quarterback, this Dallas team looked very similar than they do now, and I don't think they'd be much better with Dak Prescott as their quarterback. No, their defense is awful. Yeah, but I think they bring back McCarthy next year, um, especially if they do win the NFCs. Now, if they lose the NFCs, then they, you know, they obviously miss the playoffs. That's going to be interesting then, Jacob. I think he could be one coach that, that that's canned after one year. Yeah. You know, 6-10 and ten doesn't really go over too well with Jerry Jones. You know, they haven't been no. even 7-9 and nine in a long time. They, they, they're they always at least 8-8 eight and eight or better. Well, they were 4-12 and 12 that one year. That was Tony Romo's last year, but. Yeah, when he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah I don't know. I think after next year, it could be a very interesting conversation. Um. We, what? Sorry. Go ahead. I just said we shall see. You know, it'll be oh, interesting. Yes. Um, Joe Judge stays. Doug Peterson stays. Uh, Washington. Ron Rivera stays. Matt Nagy was questionable, but I think he stays after this nice late season run. Uh, Detroit obviously already fired the rocket scientist. Um, well, Floor and Green Bay obviously will stay. Mike Zimmer, I think he might be on the way out the door. I think so, too. And I can't imagine the players like playing for him very well, because he's no. just so nasty. Yeah, he's a miserable man. Yeah, seems, I mean, seems. and then he comes out and says, I think that statement that he made, okay, I think that might have cost him his job, Jacob. Yeah, you don't You don't say, I, I, I understand you're frustrated, but you cannot, you can't throw your players under the bus. Like that. Yeah, Bruce Arians throws the greatest player of all time under the bus. Well, let's think about it. It's weird because before that game, I remember watching the pregame show a little bit. He was telling Jay Glazer of Fox Sports, you all know him, the bald guy on there that always gives uh, the little NFL reports before the game. He, uh, he, he said that Mike Zimmer told him that his defense was depleted. They had like a bunch of linebackers out some safeties and corners out because of COVID and injuries. So I don't know how you could say that. That's the worst teams I've ever had. Cause like no one's playing. It's supposed to be the worst teams you've ever had. Cause it's all backups. Yeah. So I'm not really entirely sure why you would say that. Um, so yeah, I think he's, he's on his way out. Um, Atlanta. I, I agree. I want Raheem Morris back with Atlanta. 
Matt Rule obviously is staying. Sean Payton. Oh, there's an interesting one, partner. Excuse me, what? Sean Payton? What's the question? I I mean, I well, not this year, but I think in the next couple of years you could see him out the out the door. No, Jacob. I think unless he leaves on his on his own, I think he uh, stays in New Orleans. Well, I know New Orleans won't fire him, but I think he should be on his way out the door. Personally, <laughs> they're eleven and four, man. I'm telling you, he for one is a very unsportsmanlike guy. I don't like him to begin with. I don't like the guy personally, so maybe that's why. But um, I don't know. I just. He has that one Super Bowl. Outside of that, though, it just seems like he never can do anything in the playoffs. He just always just gets there, and then they suck. Like, I just don't understand. Like, Done. <laughs> they lost to Minnesota last year. Minnesota at home. They lost to the Los Angeles Rams. And don't give me that stuff with the bad call. They got the ball first in overtime. And what does your savior Drew Brees do? Oh, he throws a pick. So don't even give me that. Um, the guy that apologized—he's on his like he's on his like eighth apology at this point. I haven't really heard know, about let him. Let me tell you something, okay, about that call. People are like, "Oh, well, that you know, that's why we need to implement the pass interference review." Okay, they never overturn it, anyways. No, never. Never. I I never once seen them overturn a pass interference call. No. After going to replay review, they probably wouldn't overturn that one either. No. Yeah, oh that, that was a dumb rule. I think they yeah. took that out already, if I'm not mistaken. No, it's still there. Oh, oh, really? Hey, I don't know. No one uses it, so. <laughs> That's because they never overturn it. But I just, yeah, there's just something about him. I just, you know, he runs up the score, even like on that game on on Friday. That last touchdown, all you do is take a knee and you say good game. You don't freaking hand the ball off again and let Kamara score. That's just rubbing it in your face. Like, teams don't forget that, especially in the NFL. And he's done that more than once. He did that to my Eagles a couple of years back, too, and I still don't forget it. Maybe that's why I'm bitter about it. But Might have been in the playoffs partner. Yeah, he does that all the time, and it pisses me off. But um, You know who else does that a lot? Pete Carroll. He does. Yeah, him and his chew gum chewing possibly you know gay person there but haven't confirmed that yet but i've heard rumors <laughs> i'm just saying i heard rumors i don't know he has a wife partner <laughs> well, i don't know i've always heard these rumors but i don't know <laughs> i've never confirmed it but you remember when he left the usc partner they had all those sanctions, and he's just like, eh, I'm out of here. And then they got sanctioned for like five years. So I don't really like him. Maybe that's why I said that. I mean, I just don't like him. Yes. Remember, remember, I'll never forget that Monday night game. Remember when they uh, they beat the Green Bay Packers, and he, he, he put up that touchdown sign before the ref did? Remember that? Yeah, and it was the wrong call. <laughs> I'll never forget that. They had those replacement refs there, right? And he's like, touchdown! <laughs> Yeah, and then I remember when, when back when Tavares Jackson was their starting quarterback for a while there, that's before the fourth round pick Russell Wilson took over, 
Yes. He was like running up the score by throwing Hail Mary after Hail Mary. I don't know who it was against, but you know, clearly a lousy team. I'm thinking, come on, Pete Carroll, just stop. Yes, yeah. How old is he now? Like seventy? Let me see here. Sixty nine, seventy, something like that. Sixty nine. Hmm. He has a birthday coming up in September. Well, that's interesting. I don't know why I thought he was gay. I think my grandfather told me that. Maybe I was always stuck with that. I don't know. To each his own. Well, maybe he does. Maybe he has. I don't know. We, we, we don't know. You know, maybe he. You know, we don't know. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So there's my thing on Sean Payton. Um. Bruce Arians in Tampa Bay. I think he comes back next year, but I don't know. I don't know who else they would get. I don't know why they hype him up so much as if he's some kind of a, of an amazing coach. A genius. I mean, sucks. Yeah, he's not that good. I mean, Tom and Brady's Tom a good. Brady goes, he wins. It has nothing to do with Bruce Arians' wizard-like coach, coaching skills. I mean, he's terrible. Yes. You know, here's a guy, okay, that did nothing in Arizona, retires, and then comes back a year later to coach the Bucks. They're yes. only they're only winning because of Tom Brady. Yes. Where TB12 goes, he wins. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't think it's anything. It doesn't have anything to do with the coach, with Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the quarterback, the head coach, the general manager, and the owner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now. So. Yes, sir. You know, that the coach is just a puppet. To say I'm the head coach and get paid millions. I mean, Tom Brady tells him what to do. I mean, come on, don't not for a second do I think that Bruce Aaron's actually making his own decisions. Yeah, really. I mean, you think about it. They brought in Leonard Fournette. They brought in um, Rob Gronkowski. They brought in the criminal convict Antonio Brown. Do you remember when he? Uh, can we can we all can we talk about for a second how he threw a a rock at a UPS truck. Now, how is somebody like that playing in the NFL? I, I have no idea. He also tried to assault a security guard, I believe. Yes. And he also apparently punched his girlfriend, but, you know, we know that doesn't give you any consequence. Look at Kareem Hunt. Yeah, what's he doing in the NFL? These guys should never be allowed in again. No. No, I guess Ray Rice is kind of the martyr for everybody else, I guess. Well, you know, they're, you know, we... They just don't belong there. No. But, yeah, so Tom Brady owns that team. Arizona with Cliff Kingsbury, a 35-40 and 40 record at Texas Tech. I guess he comes back for another year. Yeah. Uh, the young offensive mind, Sean McVay, definitely is back. Uh, Kyle Shanahan is back in San Fran. Not a lot of coach firings this year, I don't think. No, and then, uh, you know, sorry, Pete. I thought you were gay, but I guess you're not. Um, in Seattle, we'll be back for another year. And that's it. That's all 32 teams. Yes. Now, quickly, before I run out of time here, let's just do some quick hitting predictions for the rest of these bowl games. We've got some really good bowl games here. Number seven, Florida. Number six, Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl Classic. Give me Florida. Alrighty, yes. 50 to 42. Same. Give me Florida. 52. Um, 
45. Uh, the Music City Bowl has been canceled. Number 15, Iowa, Missouri has been canceled. Uh, Tulsa, number 24, Tulsa, Mississippi State. Um, oh, oh, my goodness. Mississippi State's 3-7 and seven and they have a bowl game. you got to be kidding me. Yes. Give you, me Mississippi you picked them, partner. Give me Mississippi State 40-39. to 39. Tulsa 31, Mississippi State 27. Ball State number 22, undefeated San Jose State. Give me San Jose State 50-38. San Jose State 30, Ball State 24. West Virginia and Army. Give me my beloved Army. I love Army. I have an Army hoodie on right now. Jacob knows that because he saw me earlier. Yes, we love Army. Give me Army! For whatever reason, they have them at plus six and a half. I mean, I don't know how you can have West Virginia beating them, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah, give me Army. 35-31. Same. Give me Army 24, West Virginia 17. Arkansas TCU Texas Bowl has been canceled. Another three and seven beauty that would have had a bowl game. Number nine Georgia, number eight Cincinnati in the Peach Bowl. You're gonna like this. Give me Georgia seventy to nothing. <laughs> yeah, give me Georgia. Uh, this is gonna be a smackdown. I'm gonna say thirty-five twenty. Only plus seven. I mean, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, Cincinnati doesn't have any chance. It doesn't have a prayer. And, and yes, folks, this this game represents the kids' table New Year's Six game. Yes, the kids' table game. Yeah, as Penn State beat Memphis 53-38, partner. Uh, 53-39. Like 39, yep, yep, yep. Uh Auburn number 14, Northwestern in the Citrus Bowl. Give me Northwestern a nice win for the Big Ten in a very good bowl game. Not really. <laughs> but they, they love hyping up the Citrus Bowl for whatever reason. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Gus Malzahn's gone and Auburn's just a, a mess. And, you know, in a couple of years, nobody's even going to be thinking about Auburn. Um, so give me Northwestern in this game. I think a low-scoring affair. Northwestern seems, that seems to have a good defense and a lot of their games have been low-scoring this year. Give me Northwestern 17-10. Northwestern 21, Auburn 20. Got a couple minutes left here. He's going to make the quick number four, Notre Dame, number one, Alabama in the Rose Bowl. Uh, Alabama 45, Notre Dame 14. Alabama 42, Northwestern 21. Oh, I thought you were going to say 70 to nothing. No. Nor- number three, Ohio State, number two, Clemson. Clemson 56, Ohio State. 42. <laughs> number two, Clemson, seven. Number two, Clemson, 70, Ohio State, nothing. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's going to be like 45, 33. <laughs> number 23, NC State and Kentucky, Gator Bowl. Yeah, and they have Kentucky as a minus two and a half. I don't understand that. Give me NC State partner in one of the best bowl games out there, the Tax Slayer Bowl. Yes. Um, I remember our beloved Indy Lions were in there, and of course they lost. No surprise there. Um, give me NC State. 28-24. Same. Wolfpack, 28, Kentucky, 20. 
Ole Miss and We Fought Indiana, number 11. We fought. Give me Indiana 31-14. Indiana 100, Ole Miss 0. <laughs> yeah, Indiana 40, Ole Miss uh, 25. How about that, though, folks? Indiana not in a New Year's Six game. Yeah, that's terrible. Interesting, huh? Number 10, Iowa State, and somehow number 25 ranked Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl. Give me Iowa State. We love Iowa State. Nothing like having three losses and being a top 10 team. I know, right? Uh, (laughs) Stupid committee. Give me Iowa State 34-31. Iowa State 30, Oregon State 27. Oregon yep. State partner. Or Oregon, excuse me. Oregon. Been yeah. a long day. Yeah, it was a long day. That farmer's market there. Number five, Texas A&M. Number 13, North Carolina in the Orange Bowl. Give me Texas A&M handily. 41-21. A&M 40, North Carolina 20. And then the national championship, we both have Alabama and Clemson. Well, I guess we could talk about that next week because that's uh, that's not till the 11th of January. Yep. January, um, 2021. Now a new year, partner. Hopefully, it's a better year than this year. Yeah, we can only hope. Man, we can we can only hope here. Yeah, um, after a brilliant 2020. My goodness. Yeah, what a year it was for sure. A lot of. What the heck's going to happen in 2021? Now, are we? You know, uh, is it going to be the end? Who knows? <laughs> well, hopefully, get back to normal here. Yeah, I hope. Very excited for a new Marian Catholic basketball season, however, in 2021. Yes, as um, my partner in crime, Jacob Arts, will be handling the first few games before he goes back to Nova. Well, hopefully he goes back to Nova. I don't don't really know what Nova's plans are. Um, I'm sure we'll hear in the coming days, Jacob, correct? Yes. Um, yeah, so Wednesday, January 13th, I believe, you'll be having that one, Jacob. Home against Panther Valley. I thought that was on the road, partner. Nope, yeah, it's home. Okay. A, a huge rivalry there, folks. Yes, I mean, yes. Mary and Panther Valley is like no other. Yes, it is a beautiful matchup. It is like Dallas and Philadelphia. Yes, or New York and Philadelphia, for that matter. Yes, the miracle in the middle lands, one and two. Yes. I still can't get over the one in 2010. I'll never forget it. My and Deshaun def- Jackson gets a block. Uh, and Coughlin is ferriated. He is blowing up at Matt Judge. Co- Matt Dodge. Matt, Matt Dodge. Matt Dodge completely. A couple of bombs there. Boy, he was livid. I'll never yes. forget it. Yes. My G-men were 9-4 that year, and they missed the playoffs. So. Ugh. They won the Super Bowl the next year. We'll take it. Yes. But anyways, uh, Saturday the 16th, that'll be another one for Jacob, home against Shenandoah Valley. Um, 1 o'clock, JV start, 2.30 varsity. Um, Monday the 18th, another one for Jacob. Three straight home games. How about that, partner? Yes, and then I, I think there's a couple on Friday, so maybe I can get them if I come home. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, you won't be around for Monday the 18th. Oh, no, yeah, you will be because, you, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to wrap up here. We're almost at the hour mark here, but uh, 
Thanks for coming along, Christian. We will do one again next week for the playoffs wild card weekend. Yes, and we can only hope and pray. By the way, thank you, Jacob, for having me on. Always Always a pleasure. Had a great time. Great show. I really hope and pray that it's my New York football giants in the wild card. Most likely hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.